Good morning, my amazing humans. Let's talk coffee because honestly, mine has yet to kick in and it's becoming problematic (laughs) this morning. Did you know that it's the number one source of antioxidants in the U.S.? It's also the third most consumed beverage around the world. So there's a couple of facts that you can stir in your morning cup of joe. (laughs) Unfortunately, because it is in such high demand, often farmers will spray their crops with harsh chemicals and pesticides, not to mention the drink itself is really acidic. It can cause tummy issues and often people are forced to give up their favorite morning routine. So, since, yes, B and I are getting older, don't tell anyone. Actually, you know what? B is, I'm not. Actually, no, you wanna, I am getting older and it's a privilege. All right, I'm, I'm having some issues over here. Regardless, my stomach is not super happy with all the nonsense that I put into it often. So, we wanted to switch to something that had all the health benefits, none of the mold, and none of the chemicals found in your local store brand coffees. Life Boost does third-party testing for 450 plus toxins, including mycotoxin, which if you didn't know, are toxins produced by molds and fungus. <laughs> get a dictionary, get Google, what's wrong with you? How do you not know that? Just kidding. <laughs> so if you're looking to change something easily small and still make it super delicious, you need to head on over to Life Foods. Now that the weather is getting warmer, grab yourself some cold brew and mix it up with your favorite milk and sweetener because it is so, so good. Honey is upset that we're not downstairs drinking it right now, which is why she's winding in the background. Okay, so I'm going to go get more coffee and you're going to head over to lifeboost.com and save yourself 30% with our code of unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D. Save yourself 30% at Life Boost. Look, we could all use a good unplug from the world. Am I right? Well, lucky for you Indianapolis folks, we have a place to float. A float tank is a pool of heated water combined with magnesium sulfate to allow your body full buoyancy. Floating in these pools has been known to ease tension in joints, muscles, and aid in mindfulness, potentially leading to decreased stress, and anxiety. A Place to Float offers a beautiful spa experience from the moment you walk into the building. So if you're wanting a place to unwind and relax, A Place to Float is the perfect staycation to get away. Right now, if you use your code UNMASKED, you get a free float. That's UNMASKED to get your first float free. Hey guys, it's us. It is us. As in me and... Brandon, you. me Brandon. and you. Me, me and, and you. you would be Brandon and Sarah, not Sarah and Brandon. If I say me and don't you. Don't do this. Don't do, don't confuse me. It's too easy. All right, guys. I'm super excited to introduce our next guest. So we got to sit down with the creator, the rebel, what would, what do you rebel call it? Rebel leader. Rebel leader of Nerd Fitness. If you don't know what Nerd Fitness is, they're an entire online coaching program that is devoted to getting nerds started. And... I'm going to be really honest. I started following, I found his Instagram through doom scrolling one day. I was just like scrolling and I found it and I was like, oh my gosh, nerd fitness, what is this? And it was everything that I wanted everyone to know about fitness and it was said in a way that I just like 
made my little nerd heart happy. Kind of dedicated to becoming your very own superhero. Which is so crazy that he wants to make people superheroes, and so do we. So we brought him on the podcast. Yeah, it's Steve Cam, Creative Nerd Fitness. He's a wonderful human, and uh, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Enjoy, guys. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmasked, the podcast. I feel like everybody knows me, just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, kick, 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 kick. Right. Um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. So, uh, all right, welcome to Unmask the Podcast. Uh, we are here with Steve Cam. He is the rebel leader of Nerd Fitness. <laughs> love that term, BTW. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are so excited to have you. So Steve is, like you said, the rebel leader of Nerd Fitness, which is an, an I'm going to let you explain it, but um, also the author of a book called Level Up Your Life. Yeah, he's got it on his yeah. shelf. We downloaded a Kindle, so it's, you know, it's there in the cloud. Um, but it's it's a great read. It's super digestible with lots of um little nerdy Easter eggs and all that good stuff, which is always great to hear. Um, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm I'm really excited to be here and, and talk nerdy with y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I was telling you earlier, like we always start off with a good origin story. Honestly, truly, if I'm going to be really honest, they're my favorite. I don't know why. I think it's a character development thing that I just love. So what is your origin story? What was like your letter to Hogwarts? Sure. Well, you know, it's it's really easy to connect the dots looking backwards and like, oh, that's exactly how I ended up where I am. Um, but the, it certainly wasn't planned uh, this way. I generally say or share that, you know, I was raised by two loving parents and a Nintendo entertainment system. Um, a, a strong majority of my childhood was spent either playing in the woods, pretending I was Link from Legend of Zelda or actually playing Legend of Zelda. And uh, just, you know, had like a typical normal um, lucky childhood again of, of Nintendo and then playing in the woods and coming to, you know, water balloon fights in the summer and, um you know, uh, had went to a public public school and and had a had a great um, a great childhood, and it it wasn't until uh, after grade school and high school, I, you know, I at one point I I got cut from my the the school basketball team, and I thought it was because I wasn't big and strong enough. Um, that was certainly part of it. The other part was that I wasn't very good at basketball, but in my head it was like, no, it's because I'm not big and strong. I need to go get big and strong, then I'll come back next year and make the team. So I signed up for a gym membership, had no idea what I was doing and proceeded to spend like five to six years training really hard in a gym and getting like almost no results for it. Uh, turns out eating and how you eat is actually kind of important when it comes to uh, transforming yourself. So it was after high school, after college, again, at this point, I've made six, seven years of um minimal progress. And I finally uncover this thing called nutrition and learn that you should be eating a certain way for certain goals. And I changed how I ate. 
I started prioritizing certain foods over others. And I had more success in like a month than I had had in the previous six years. And I was like, oh, there must be something to this. Let's dig in a little bit more. And I just kind of fell in love with this uh, this idea. So I started researching more about um, you know, helping beginners. I started learning more about nutrition and eventually came to this idea of like, I want to help beginners not make all the mistakes that I had made. Um, but there was already people out there that were like, you know, fitness for everybody, like Richard Simmons, for example, I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to be Richard Simmons. Um, but I, I don't think be... anybody but Richard Simmons could be Richard yeah. Simmons. That's very true. That's very I true. That. So, so in, in my head, I'm like, well, I can't, I can't do that, nor do I want to do that. Cause I'm a shy introvert that spends most of my time still playing video games. Um, I'm like, wait a second. I'm a nerd. I like fitness. So I Googled nerd and fitness and <laughs> nothing popped up. So I went to, I think it was like Bluehost or some web. This is like 2007, I think at this point. I bought nerdfitness.com and did absolutely nothing with it for like two years because uh, I was terrified. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, uh, I, I need to learn how to write better and I need to get better at exercise programming. So I eventually got certified as a personal trainer. I uh, stayed in contact with a guy that did the certification. Um, and then eventually it was like one day I just decided like, I'm just going to start writing and I'll figure the rest out later. So I set up a WordPress site or actually had my roommate uh, at the time set up a WordPress site for me um, and drew the logo for Nerd Fitness on a napkin and handed it to a designer buddy and said like, can you digitize this for me? Because um, I'm much more of a gamer bookworm nerd than I am a, a developer, um, you know, online creative designer nerd. Same. And I just started writing. And then eventually that led me down this weird twisted path over the last 14 years to now being the head of um, nerdfitness.com. We get a team of about 30 people serving hundreds of thousands of people around the world. And uh, yeah, it all started because I got cut from a basketball team and I loved The Legend of Zelda. And I just wanted to stop being skinny and scrawny and wanted to start feeling better about myself. I love it. That's I love awesome. it. I think, I think most good origin stories start with like, a tragedy, you know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're sure. on the basketball team anymore. It sucks. You're like, man, I just want to get back to this. And then like, and then you created something like super cool off of that. I didn't even like basketball. Like I, I played it because my dad played basketball and my brother was the captain of the team. So like, I just grew up like playing, like I just, and then the next year I started to like get ready for trials again. I was like, I don't even like this. Like, what am I, what am I doing? <laughs> Stop. Like, just like this is this other stuff I'm working on is way more fun. Like picking up heavy things was far more appealing to me than uh, going back out in a basketball court and uh, being bad at it. I think it's far more functional to pick up heavy things too. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I used to be a bigger kid and how I lost a lot of my weight was I was playing basketball with like my friends at the park, you know, it's like, that was appealing, but actually I wasn't good, you know? <laughs> sure. But that was fun, right? Like you weren't trying to yeah. compete for a team. Like you're just out, like I'll, I still played pickup in, in high school or pickup in college, you know, just like go to the gym. And, but like, that was, it made it fun again. Whereas in high school, the basketball team, like the, it wasn't fun. The coach wasn't fun. Um, and it just yeah. wasn't something that uh, aligned with my, so yes, there was a, you know, this, as far as tragedies goes, this one's pretty mild, but uh, it did lead me down this path. And I'm very fortunate that, you know, looking backwards, it's easy to see the, the, the challenges or the the failures and realize that like, those are the things that kind of catapulted me forward. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, cool. I love that. I mean, it might not be, you know, Hagrid coming to get you, but it is still really exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for my, yeah, I'm still waiting for Hagrid to show up. Same, um, any, same. any day it's okay. Truly, truly, <laughs> any day. I am excited. I am very excited about it. Um, so I know you mentioned like you have a team now behind you. How do you even go about like accumulating such a powerful team? Uh, are they all, are you guys all located where you're at or is it kind of everywhere? Or? No, 100% remote. Uh, okay. And it's been remote since, uh, since day one. So the site has always been bootstrapped, just me and an idea. And then you know, eventually it was, I sold some eBooks that had exercise workout routines in it. And then there was online courses and now we do coaching, but it started, it was literally just me writing two really long articles every week for years and years and years and years and years. And eventually it got to the point where uh, the site was getting a little too big and I just couldn't do everything myself. So I reached out to somebody that was a member of the community. Her name's Stacy, who is still with the team. She's been at the team for like a decade now. I was like, hey, can you help me with some customer service and some, you know, formatting the emails and articles and things like that? And she did. And and then I needed help with a little more things and a few more things. And I said, like, hey, do you want to do you want to like do this full time? I don't know how it's going to work out, but like, let's let's get weird and see what happens. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of how the team has been built, has just been like one person at a time. Generally, people from the community or people that I knew, they're either people that I admired or people that uh, had glowing recommendations from somebody else. And, you know, I, I think like everything, I didn't know what I didn't know when I started. And it was just me running around like a chicken with my head cut off, uh, trying to figure out how to, like, I'm a creative person by nature, but like managing teams and growing businesses was not my skill set. Um so I did the best I could for a long time. And only recently after 13 years, have I finally like accepted that like my skill set, like I should probably be doing the things that I'm really good at my superpower and give other people the opportunity to do the things that are their superpower. So I actually demoted myself twice uh, in my own business <laughs> in 2022. And that has been really uh, eye-opening and initially challenging, but ultimately like very fulfilling because it's kind of cleared the way for me to get back to doing what I truly enjoy, which is making stuff that gets people to think a little bit differently about their day. Oh yeah, for sure. I am going to back us up a little bit. So nerd fitness, I think when I stumbled upon your, it was your Instagram page, actually, I was hooked immediately because I think the biggest draw is like that um, that initial like, oh, this person loves what I love, which is all things like gamer related or comic book related. So how I know you said you found there you you started your website because you couldn't find anything. So like, talk more about your talk more about nerd fitness and like what exactly it is for everyone who might be interested in it. Sure. Well, it's it's certainly gone through evolutions as I have also gone through evolutions when I started. I assumed it was going to be to help skinny nerds like myself uh, get bigger and stronger. And once I started writing, I very quickly realized that the people I could best serve were not, that was not, that was not the, the journey they were on. Typically it was people that were really self-conscious about going to a gym. They had some weight to lose, uh, quite a bit of weight to lose potentially. They just wanted to feel better about themselves, but they really couldn't find any resources that spoke their language. 
you know, they, they, they tried their friend, maybe drag them to a CrossFit class and they hated it. Or they've gone on, they heard somebody in the office talk about going low carb and they've tried that and they tried Weight Watchers. So typically it's like the people that have tried a lot of things and none of them have stuck and it makes them feel like they're a failure. And the reality is like those things failed them because they didn't speak their language. So uh, very quickly kind of shifted my messaging around like, we're going to help people get to this goal of help kind of like turn them into superheroes, regardless of where you're coming from. So there are some foundational philosophies that we believe in. Um, you know, there's, for uh, and this has evolved over the years too, but you know, I don't think there's, I don't believe in things called cheat meals. Uh, I think if you use the word cheat, it means you're doing something wrong. Uh, I don't think we need to apply morality to food. Like it's, food. Sometimes we eat food because it's fuel for our workouts. Other times we eat specific foods because it's a celebration or it's uh, a dinner uh, with our, our kids and it happens to be fast food. Like amazing. Like you have to find a way to make it work within your own lifestyle. So I, you know, we, we do a lot of work around uh, instead of tough love and, and grind hustle and grind culture, it's way more like self-compassion and deeply understanding ourselves. Therapy is awesome. Like, Therapy being, is like awesome. being okay, like accepting that you don't know all the answers and you're not going to look like an Instagram model. And that's totally okay. So, you know, we believe a strong nerd is a healthy nerd. So we do a lot of work around strength training, um, you know, specifically for uh, people of all shapes, ages, sizes, genders, et cetera. Like getting strong makes many other parts of life significantly easier. So it's, helping people kind of get over that stigma and realizing like you don't have to go into a gym to get strong. You can, but there's also other ways to get strong in the comfort of your own home. Um, if you love to run, we can help you there. It's like, Hey, we're going to find the things that you love or things that, you know, challenge you to try new things until we find something that you love. And then we're going to make some small adjustments over weeks, months, and years so that eventually this new normal for you still includes the foods that you love. The movement is something that you enjoy and it's a celebration of the fact that you can move and um, you understand yourself. You know why you respond the way that you do. And that can come through therapy, um, self-awareness, meditation, journaling, et cetera. So it's kind of like this life philosophy wrapped in do some push-ups and eat some vegetables. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it kind of combines all of these things in a way that is approachable, uh, self-deprecating, funny, just reminding us like, hey, we're all kind of disasters on a rock hurtling through space and none of this makes sense. So we might as well find a way to enjoy a little bit of it and uh, give future us a chance to to be a little bit better tomorrow, but we can still enjoy today too. Yeah. I think uh, you kind of started like a, I think community too is important with that. You've kind of making like, you know, like we're all nerds trying to be superheroes, which kind of in turn makes you like, you're a part of a group now. And I think that's important too. Like I know, for me working out because we go to martial arts gyms and we have friends that are obviously that train and um granted it's a little more social because we're not virtual but i think the fact that we're together in a group setting with you know like-minded goals instead of just going to the gym with their headphones in i think that's important too and it sounds like you've created that kind of via online which is super neat yeah it, it wasn't planned ahead of time but very you know I, I, it's another thing i kind of learned along the way like, it was just me writing i'm like i'm just a one one dork sitting in my my apartment um this community has people from all over the world like they could probably help each other and help each other in the way that uh, i i don't have the 
you know, the life experience that, you know, a single mom of three might have, or a, a grandparent might have. Uh, so the, the community aspect kind of popped out of, uh, came up fairly organically. And, you know, the, 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 I remember it, it I, I asked the community, said like, Hey, I don't want to just call us the community. Like that's not, it's not nerdy enough. Like, do you guys want to build an empire or do you want to start a rebellion? And everybody's like, dude, you can't call ourselves the empire. Like that's that nobody, nobody likes the empire. Like we are the rebellion. <laughs> I was like, great point. Like I was thinking of an empire more like Roman empire. And then like, it, they were like, are you talking Star Wars? I was like, oh my God, I am talking Star Wars. I, yeah. I was <laughs> but initially I was like, uh, uh, at the time there was a product uh, from now a friend of mine, but he had put out a product called the empire builder. And he was talking like Roman empire about building an uh. online community and uh, experience and and then when when I said like rebellion or empire, I was like, dude, this is Star Wars, and we're definitely going to be the rebellion. I was like, oh my god, you're totally right. So uh, that's how Nerd Fitness became the rebellion instead of the Nerd Fitness Empire. I asked the community, and uh, they they immediately laughed and said like, this is who we're going to be. Um, what's been really cool is although we are virtual, uh, I've been able to do meetups whenever I travel uh, all over the world. We also do an event. Um, I'd say at this point, let's call it semi-regularly called Camp Nerd Fitness, uh, which is a in-person event with hundreds of people for a long weekend at this beautiful campgrounds in Georgia. And we've had, I think, more than two groups of people, like two couples have met at camp and are now married. Um, I love that. So it's like, like when you mentioned, you know, you be people at the your martial arts gyms that like are, are now connected. It's like, hey, I like the same thing you do. And we're here trying to better ourselves. So there's like two really important parts of life. It's like the nerdy aspect and the fit aspect. Um, I'm not surprised that, uh, you know, relationships have popped up out of it. So um, I'm really, really proud of the community that has come out of nerd fitness. Uh, some people have the nerd fitness tattoo, like on them. Um, it's like, it's become something so much bigger than than just me and ever than I ever could have expected. Uh, again, like I said, we now have a team of I think it's about 30 people uh, to serve this community um, as, you know, as, as well as we can. To lead your rebellion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, people are like, oh, fear, fearful or fearless leader. I'm like, I'm fearful leader. Like I am, I am desperate. Like I'm a, an introverted nerd that's way more comfortable with a book uh, in a corner in a hobbit hole than I am standing on stage in front of people talking. Um, that's totally but I do fine. it. I do it at camp because I was like, I, I want to spread this message and, and make other people feel comfortable. And also part of our messaging is like, do stuff that scares you. Um, and that's something that scares the hell out of me. So <laughs> I, uh, I get, I get a chance to push myself a little bit and, you know, show other people that um, they can do similar things. That's so inspiring because truly, like, I think one of my favorite quotes is um, courage is not the lack of fear, but it's having fear and doing the thing that scares you anyway. And just doing that is is very courageous. So I am so glad you brought up your camp because it is something that I'm like, ooh, ooh I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> so um, when I was reading one of the articles, they talked about a zombie dog. So I definitely want to know about that. But how is it? <laughs> How is this camp different from like the fat camp that my mom wanted to send me to? It's not, it's not a fat camp. So I'm sorry that I had to throw that out, but my mom would always be like, you're going to a new camp. And I'm like, Oh, let's not, I'll just go to dance. So like, how is it, how is it different? Like from other fitness uh, retreats that maybe are out there besides sure. the quality? 
you know, quality of it. Sure. I mean, it is truly a celebration of the nerd fitness community and philosophy. So it is, uh, you know, it's, let's say it's four days or so. Um, you know, we did, we did three, we did one in like 2014, 15, 16. We had to take a number of years off to kind of like reorganize the the company in our life. Uh, we did another camp in 2022 and we hope to bring them back. Um, let's say hopefully, you know, 2024 or beyond. Uh, so there, there are things that we're, we're, as we're going through the growing pains of growing this company and figuring out how to do events and what those events look like to get this community together. Um, it's been really something special. So how it's different. Um, everybody that's there is there for their own reason. We have some people that come that are like Olympic athletes. And we have some people that show up that are like, have never, you know, their, their goal is to make a friend at camp or to, um, you know, work up the courage to go to a yoga class with other people in it. And, uh, we, we encourage and support all of that. We, we have a big, uh, a, you know, a recurring message at nerd fitness from, um, called 20 seconds of courage, which we've adapted from some obscure Matt Damon movie. Uh, but it's this idea that like, you can be afraid before and you can be terrified after, but if you can muster up 20 seconds of courage to like make a decision or sign up for something pretty amazing things can happen. So I can't tell you how many times I've heard from campers who said like, I was going to come a few years ago, but I chickened out. And I'm like, that's okay. And they're like, but the next year I used 20 seconds of courage and I signed up and I showed up and I didn't know anybody. And I got here and I realized that like everybody here um, gets to know me for who I am. Like it's, people are like, this is the first time I feel seen in my life. Like they don't have to hide who they are. You know, at work, they might have to hide their nerddom or with their nerdy friends, they might have to hide the fact that they're trying to get healthy, or they might have to hide from their partner that they're trying to change and their partner might not be supportive or their roommates are not supportive. But at camp, it's the opportunity for people to truly be themselves and share every part of themselves. I, I'm going to guess probably 80 to 90% of campers cry at camp. Um, we have, you know, it's not just a, a boot camp classes. There's like 30, probably 30 instructors teaching a wide variety of classes all day long. So it's, it's more like a, like a festival that you get to choose your own adventure in. So some people are going to go to a boot camp class in the morning, while other people are going to go to like a class on healing your relationship with food with a, with a therapist. And then um, in the afternoon, people are playing board games in one room, and then they're learning how to power lift in the other room. And at the end of night, at the end of the night, there are some campers are sitting by a bonfire. Uh, other campers are in the, um, you know, on the dance floor where there's a silent, silent DJ or silent disco, if you're familiar. And then the other room, people are like playing old school Nintendo games in another room. Uh, also, there's costume parties every night. So like it is just a nerdy celebration of movement um you know we it's the classes typically fall into one of three categories it's fitness nutrition or mindset um some people attend all of the classes and some people barely attend any and that's totally fine like you get to pick what is good for you there's there's rock climbing there's rock climbing walls and ropes courses so you can sign up for like things to challenge you um there's dance classes i think we even had an improv class once uh so like it's we try to we try to make it something that is like a almost like a comic-con but for health, fitness, and mindset training um, with all of the fun aspects of a con. 
That is yeah amazing. I was gonna say it sounds like fitness comic con, but that's, yeah. that's pretty yeah, that's dope. <laughs> it's that fun is- and it's you know, it's a few hundred people. You know, I think last year we had four hundred people, maybe. So like it's not it's not it's not a small group, but it's not it's not overwhelming. Like you you could get to know everybody and like I I hug and high five everybody that gets off the bus when they arrive. I try to sit down and have a conversation with everybody that I can while I'm there. Um, all of team nerd fitness is there. It's often the first time, like I get to meet some of my uh, teammates uh, because we all work remotely. And especially during a pandemic, we weren't able to get together. So it's uh, it's really something special. Um, and now like the, we're trying to figure out how do we do that more frequently in different locations, but do so in a way that like it also aligns with the, the broader aspects of nerd fitness. We're trying to build and support a team that, you know, team members have families and, and, uh, long-term goals. And like, it's trying to balance all of these things together, um, in a way that feels true to me and true to the team and also serves our community without like, you know, running off to Silicon Valley and getting venture capital and trying to blow this thing up. It's like, no, we're going to try to do this thoughtfully and carefully over many years and see, um, how we can, what we can do with it. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. Just, uh, like you said, grow it organically and like, yeah. and it's, it's been tough. I mean, we've, I've had to rebuild the company and restart and transform. I mean, it's been 14 years. I've probably had to do that eight times, nine times. I mean, like just, or a different business model or Google changes something or the, yeah. the, there's a pandemic that shuts down the world. Like it's just every, yeah. every, every year it's something different. And like I said, I recently handed over the reins to somebody else so that I can, get back to the like the pure art of creating stuff, which is why I got into this in the first place. And that's where kind of my focus is now. That is amazing. And the idea of someone, I mean, you know, being seen for the first time is like life altering for not just them, but like for everyone around them. And that's so powerful and amazing. And I love it. I'm totally here for it. <laughs> Thank it. you very much. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> It started just like it's another random idea where it's like, hey, camp would be cool. Like, let's do nerdy camp. How do we do that? I have no idea. We'll figure it out. We'll figure um, it out. We did. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you find that like now that I think comics are doing such a better job, not a great job, they're no one's perfect, but like a better job of representation, do you find it a little bit easier to be able to like point people in the direction of like, for me personally, it was like Chavez, like America Chavez was like this beautifully thick, like Latin American superhero that I actually was like, oh, I don't have to look like a stick figure. I can look powerful. I can look strong. And it started on me on this journey of like weightlifting. So do you ever find yourself like being able to easily, more easily point to different superheroes or different nerd areas that you can say like, look at how strong and powerful this person is. Or just like, even in the newest like Mandalorian, I mean, there's many women in there who are just beautifully not pencil thin, you know? And it's so, it's awesome. So do you get to like bring that into? Absolutely. I, uh, you know, I'm not quite sure how it happened, but I'm really proud that I would say probably 60% of the audience at Nerd Fitness is women. We have a huge LGBTQ plus community that, um, has, has sprung up around nerd fitness and the messaging. And, um, you know, I think there, I, I, I do feel a sense of responsibility to, you know, I'm as like, I'm as like token white guy as they come. Um, and somehow found myself kind of starting, found myself in this, in this position. I do feel a responsibility to make sure that like the, I, I don't want this to be about 
me, I, I want this community and the messaging to represent the the diversity of nerd fitness and and who we help and how we help them. And, uh, you know, that's something that is really important to me. And um, part of the reason why, you know, we do try to have success stories and share other stuff. You know, I don't, I don't want, um, personally don't want the spotlight. I like the, I like coming up with ideas that get people to think differently. And then would love to share the stories and the messages of people that have, you know, used those ideas to, to change how they think about life or what they're going through as they're, you know, all kind of figuring this stuff out. So it's been pretty cool to uh, become that home for so many people that felt like they didn't have one. Uh, I hear that quite a bit too, is people saying like, I feel like I found my, I feel like I found my family um, when they stumble across nerd fitness or our message boards or Facebook group or stumble across us on nerd fitness, um, you know, on Instagram or whatever. It's been, it's been really fun, uh, surprising. And um, like I said, it's been something that I don't take lightly and something that I'm, I'm always trying to work on to make sure that it's uh, something that's at the front of my mind or the front of our team's mind as they, as they put our message out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think it's really apparent uh, genuinely. Like every time I see your post, it's, you know, it, it, it's always, how can you do something better for you and what works for you? And like, this is not a cookie cutter type situation. And it's very apparent when you, you know, scroll through all of your positive posts. I think I posted a couple lately. That's just like, you know, the idea of diet culture is, is coming under a lot of scrutiny, which is great because like you said, we should not, we're not dogs. We're not rewarded and, you know, by treats and stuff, but like, how do you, um, is that part of how you've evolved is like, cause I noticed over the years that especially I'm going to really, honestly, I'm going to blame TikTok, <laughs> like saying like, thank you for bringing it into light that you know, I have been able to understand like, hey, diet is not necessarily the way for everyone, you know, you like healthy eating keeps it consistent. So how is that, you know, something that you are starting to, to put more into your, I guess, like, programming, sure. and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, it's, so uh, at this point, it's been five years, I think we, we launched uh, an online, an online coaching program. And through that, we now have, you know, direct one-on-one -on -one persistent connection to members of our community. And have, at this point, I think we've probably served 7,000, 8,000 clients or something. And, and, and it's all done, you know, with coaches who are on team nerd fitness and they all kind of share like this hive mind in Slack where they get to share like, oh, my client is trying to learn how to do a handstand. Jim, I know that you are, you literally taught classes on handstands. Um, so the, the, the coaches all working together to then individually serve clients of nerd fitness, it's been really helpful to kind of see how the community has evolved and the type of people that we're serving. And, you know, I don't particularly love social media and I, I have to be very strict about limiting my time to it because I'm, I can get so addicted. So, uh, it, it was pretty helpful. You know, I spent probably I want to say, I think it was all of 2020, like kind of running nerd fitness's Instagram account, like literally every aspect of it, um, coming up with the, the ideas, doing the drawings, creating the posts, writing the captions, interacting with, uh, the people that were leaving comments and kind of evolving and seeing like, 
not only what works, but like who's reading us and how can I reach them in a different way? My background is, at this point is writing, um, but Instagram was just a very different avenue. And it was kind of fun to scratch that creative itch. Now, what I learned along the way was, you know, like Instagram, TikTok, like the easiest way to stand out on those platforms is to say or do something outrageous um, and or something new and novel. And the problem is uh, something new or outrageous or new and novel, especially when it comes to health and fitness, is probably wrong. Like everybody probably shouldn't be eating exclusively animal organs. Like no. it's probably not the right path, sure. but those people that do and promote that lifestyle and are also, uh, you know, who knows what else is going on behind the scenes. Right. Um, they have not calling millions, you out, Liver King, yes. not calling you out. They have millions of followers and it's, it's sad. So then it's like, okay, how can we present a unique and clever angle that is still grounded in evidence-based uh, research backed by science, um, something that uh, I can sleep at night knowing that I put forward correct information that is going to help people, um, but do it in a way that's really fun. So there's the nerdy aspect of it, but the other part is the part that I think has been most enjoyable for me to learn and kind of lean into. And that's like the, hey, we're all in this together. We're all disasters. We're all going to screw up. Um, exercise is not a punishment for the food that you ate and food is not a reward for the exercise that you just did. Like we need to disconnect some of these things that we've been living under for, for decades. And like diet culture isn't it, but the, the other end of like YOLO nihilism probably isn't it either. There's <laughs> probably some nuance here, like maybe sure. a little bit of both. So like finding that line and finding the angle and like enjoyably poking fun at hustle culture has been really enjoyable for me. Enjo enjoyably, uh, the making fun of diet culture, but also in encouraging people like, Hey, maybe eat a vegetable and go to therapy. Um, is like, has been really, really fun too. So it's, it's, it's been fun trying to find that balance on that platform, knowing that you have fractions of a second, uh, to get somebody's attention and get them to think a little differently. That's been, that's been really fun for us to, to kind of dive deeper into in the past handful of years. Yeah. I, I like that you are, uh, aligning your good values with your company standpoint. Cause that's what we try to do with like our podcast and stuff is like everybody we want to talk to, you know, we, we try to find either similarities or, or something like that. Like somebody who we don't think is necessarily a turd, I guess. <laughs> so Boom, confirmed, not turd. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's the same thing like any, like anybody we partner with like sponsor wise and stuff like that too is like, you know, we don't want to have somebody who, you know, we're not going to go try to sell Rogaine or something like that just because it's not part of our our, sure. our thing. You know, we want to have like-minded values and, and speak what we find is the truth. And if it's not, we're going to recorrect and double down and figure out, you know, what's going on or whatever. I, I like that you align your core values with your company standpoint, which is really like an admirable thing, especially because we see the people that don't do that. And like sure. you said, they just, there's stuff in the background that like they're not telling you. And they're just putting on a filter and saying, you can look like this if you eat, you know, if you just eat broccoli and sure. liver or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, wait, actually, you, if you eat liver, then you also eat broccoli. I think your head explodes. Um, oh, really, yeah, I saw that on, I saw that on the internet. So, thank you. okay. I'll yeah. fact check that later. We'll, we'll, no, no problem. problem. Um, yeah, fact it, I mean, we don't need to. It's fine. Yeah, fact checking. What are you crazy? Shoot, no, that, yeah. no, you can put that like 
four weeks now, you can be like, I apologize for anybody I offended that may have been offended from hearing my message. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's no ads on nerdfitness.com. Um, we get emails every day from people saying like, I want to send you free stuff. And I just like, from day one, I had a blanket rule. It was like, we don't have ads and we don't accept pay. We don't get, we don't accept free stuff. So like, there was just never a conflict of interest and people would never have to wonder when they saw the information on nerd fitness, whether or not it was because I got paid to say it or to promote it or because whatever. So like, I have no problem naming names on the site of like, I enjoy these products, um, but it's because I use them um, that I pay for them a hundred percent of my money. You know, I, I don't, I just like, that's been really important for me because it's so easy to not be, not have integrity. And I don't, I never wanted people to question that. So, um, you know, I'm not saying everything I've ever written has been hundred percent correct. I think I've learned a lot and I certainly would cringe if I looked back at the stuff I wrote in 2009, uh, right. But I also like have share, share that part of the journey. Like, hey, I used to think this was the right way to do things. I've come to learn uh, that is not the case anymore. And this is how my philosophy has evolved. And this is what I recommend now. And I hope a, a decade from now, I'm looking back on this and realizing how much more I've learned since then too. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the right way to look about things too, is because we are constantly growing as human beings and constantly learning new information. And like, there's always something that comes out you know, a month later, it seems like to counteract or counter to contradict what, what they say was good, you know, and, and I think you're, you know, the fact that you're willing to look back in those things and it say, oh, okay, well, I don't go with that anymore because of this and this information. And I agree with this now. And like, I think that's, sure. that's important to show yourself as a, just a human being that, like, oh, okay, I maybe made a mistake here. And this is, this is the right path. Now you don't just double down and dig your heels in on, well, I think this is the right thing and this is forever the right thing because it's not always correct. Of course, right. And I, I think there's just, there's so much more, like you don't know what you don't know, but then once you uncover it, like the right thing to do, you know, it's, it's always kind of struck me as funny in politics when people are like, well, you used to believe this, but now you said this other thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, because I learned something new in a decade. Like, I'm sorry, I changed my mind. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what you do when you identify new information or uh, a new story or a study comes out that like you, um, there's a there's a quote I love. It's something like uh, amateurs are like, amateurs try to be right and like professionals try to be less wrong. Um, like you'll see the people that know what they're talking about, like often speak in nuance and never in absolutes. Uh, it's it's mostly like, this is what we think. This is, this is the evidence we have for it um, that we're trying to uncover more of. And it's like, it's the, that's so less sexy than like meat is the only thing they should eat or like this, you know, Oh, drinking diet Coke gives you cancer. And it's like, no, like let's actually dig into the results and see what's going on. It turns out like there's so much more nuance involved. And by the way, diet Coke does not give you cancer. Um, <laughs> so uh, check, check. yeah. Right. So again, so just so we're keeping track at home, Diet Coke doesn't give you cancer. And if you eat broccoli and meat at the same time, your head explodes. Totally. Those are the two things you're going to get out of this podcast. If yes. you forget yes. anything else. Yeah. Please remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, yeah. I mean, I definitely think like, especially, I mean, I noticed that 
not to bring it back to like women all the time, but like I am very interested in it because it, it affects me so much that like the idea of like exercise science is now just starting to really include women in studies. And it's just like mind boggling to um hear some of the nutritional ideas that, you know, are coming out and trying to navigate that. And I think that's something that I like that you guys do so lovely is that's a that's a way to speak right I'll take it okay thank you and then but you do you know you you are constantly like hey this is what we're we're doing right now this is working for you know these people whatever and I think too that like the idea of everyone is so individualized it's that's why you want to go to you know nerd fitness and find a coach there is because what works for me definitely does not work for B. In fact, B is a vegetarian and I tried it and my stomach imploded on itself. So I was like, I have to go back to meat. Sorry, chicken. Sure. Yeah. But you know, like it is, it's so important to be able to work with someone who knows what they're talking about, maybe more than you, and be able to work with them and they'll work with you. Not only that, but the the thing we hear more often not with the coaching program is like it's it's usually the first time they have somebody in their life that they can be a hundred percent honest with about how they're eating um food is such a challenging nuanced topic for so many people with so much baggage and decades of history to to navigate and unpack and for our, with, with our coaching clients, you know, like I said, some people are trying to get a handstand. Other people are trying to run their first 5k. Some people are trying to build a daily walking habit, but when it comes to nutrition, some of our clients are vegan, some are vegetarian, some are, uh, have gone keto. Some have tried everything. And it's like, we're going to meet you where you are. There is no one way to eat. If you want to be vegan, amazing. Here's how we can help you. Oh, you want to go, uh, low carb? no problem. Let's try it. It sounds like this is something that's really exciting for you right now. Like let's try it. And then we'll find ways to adapt it to fit your situation. You know, something that works for a 24 year old powerlifter uh, is not going to be the same thing as a, a mom that works two jobs and has three kids. Like it's just, you can't give them the same plan. You can't have the same strategy. Um, you can't give them a meal plan because nobody follows it. Like, okay, yeah, I'm supposed to eat uh, this. I mean, you're supposed to eat a salad with salmon for lunch and then dinner is uh, chicken and asparagus. Like, okay, like what do I do when work sucks and I'm stuck there and the only option open is Taco Bell right now? Like you're going to eat Taco Bell. It doesn't make you a bad person. Let's find a way to allow you to eat that Taco Bell occasionally and um, get you right back on track the next day. So it's a lot of helping people like, get out of their own way, forgive themselves, and then build a plan that fits their particular lifestyle. Yeah, I will say I am definitely working on the self-love aspect of my life. And it is really hard. It's very, very hard. I mean, you uh, growing up in the 90s as a 4'11 Latin lady who does not look like everybody on TV, that was really hard to like, come and be like, okay, I'm supposed to love my curves that I was told my entire life to not love and to force sure. into something else. So it's, it's really hard. But having that coach and having that someone who is cheering you on and you know not that judgment-free zone is is so important so yeah well so you also I'm sure we've all seen the things online where it's like oh you know strong is the new skinny or like real women have curves like this 
the what they're trying to do makes sense at the same time like strong is not the new skinny strong is strong somebody who's skinny who knows what that person has gone through why they're skinny maybe they that's just who they are like no problem and like there's no reason we don't need to vilify somebody else in order to feel better about ourselves it's it's all about like you said self-acceptance and and um you know tough love is not doesn't really work there's and also there's tons of people that do tough love and that's awesome like some people love david goggins and want to get up at four in the morning and eat rocks and then go run 14 miles and chop down a tree like that's awesome like i don't want to do that i i have no desire to i'm out but i do want to help people that like yeah i kind of lied in bed today and like i getting out of bed sucked because i have depression and also like i went for a walk like that is as important to me and um it requires as much celebration i think for many people that it's really tough to see in here because we're just taught that like no tough love we need to shame people that are obese and we need to uh gatekeep and tell people that you know whatever group i'm in we can vilify the other group it's like we don't have to do that we there is another way um we can we can move in a different direction here um and that's what we try to present as like that alternative like Come everybody, bring bring every part of yourself to us at Nerd Fitness. Um, bring your nerdiness, bring um, your insecurities and your challenges, and we're going to meet you where you are, and um, we're going to help you level up to become a better superhero version of yourself that is not in comparison to Instagram models or CrossFit Games competitors um, or Olympic athletes. It's like, we're just going to be a slightly better version of you tomorrow, and then we'll take it from there. Absolutely. Perfection. Perfection. But if you you want to eat rocks, that's acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I've tried it. I don't recommend it. Back check. I would not recommend. Yes. And eat rocks. (laughs) Do you find that you have a lot of um, clientele that do really suffer from the mental illness? Mainly because I asked because my daughter and myself were both diagnosed with ADHD over the summer. Therapy is awesome. Please, everyone go. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, great, it helps so much. Um, but I know that like depression is also something that runs rampant in our genetics as well. Lucky us. <laughs> so, do you find that that's like something that um your coaches really have to like? be able like celebrating i mean you say bring everything so do you find that to be a good chunk your clientele or oh absolutely i would say a a majority and you know i think it's really interesting right i'm 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 fascinated between you know are things you know are more people depressed or anxious these days or is it the same number of people and it's just we have much better tools to diagnose and and it's no longer stigmatized the way that it was you know back in the 30s and 40s and 50s. Um, so I, you know, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, it is something that is interesting to me that I, I like looking into. Um, you know, I will say like our coaches are very, you know, outspoken or rather like we all recommend therapy, uh, but our coaches are not, you know, licensed therapists. So we definitely recommend like, hey, like if you are interested in going to therapy, like we can work with that therapist or if you want to go to specifically also see a uh, uh you know, a dietitian or, a, you know, a reg- yeah, registered dietitian, um, you're working with physical therapist for, you know, an injury, like, we can only do so much remotely via text in our in our app for our coaching clients, we do recommend those things. And we can work with um, those, you know, to make sure it's like, hey, if therapy is something that you have today, like, making sure that you have that in your daily goals with your coach, 
uh, so that they see that, you know, it's checked off and you did it. Um, you know, I, I don't know the numbers, but I wouldn't be surprised or like the nerd fitness community, you know, whether it's overly representative, but I would imagine a large percentage of people in our community really struggle with their relationship with food. Um, whether it's anxiety, depression, um, other, other clinical diagnoses, et cetera. Uh, you know, I like that we've kind of been able to become a home for people that maybe have felt like they were, uh, they didn't have a place to talk about those things. So they didn't feel, they felt alone until they found us. Cause they're like, Oh man, like I also suffer from these things too. I no longer feel alone in my, in my struggle. And here are some, some tips or things that can help me start to navigate those things. And um, that's something that I think is you know, like these other areas of nerd fitness I'm proud of. That's another one too. Yeah. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. I definitely think, yeah, like, it is so nice to have a community that you've built, you know, to share that with other people who might be suffering. And then that's also where other, you know, community members can be like, hey, I also have ADHD and here's what I do to help myself meet all my goals. I think that's, we struggle with goal meeting a lot in our house. And uh, so we're always like, what are other people doing to help meet those goals? diagnosed with ADHD, diagnosed with depression, you know, that kind of thing, and bringing those back to our therapist and all of that. And, you know, fitness is such an imperative part for me specifically. So thank you for putting that, being able to share that with everyone is, is really cool. Yeah. I I had therapy yesterday. I'm very thankful. It was great. Uh, I, I, I got it. I got a lot out. And then by the end of it, I was like, Ooh, I feel, I feel better. I feel better because even just saying it out loud certainly helps. So um, Dude, no one yeah. told me how exhausting it is. <laughs> I remember getting out of my first session and I was like, I hate therapy. It's so exhausting. It's like a workout. Yeah. It's, yeah, a, workout. it's, it's a mental workout. And if, and if you're not used to exercising that, that <laughs> muscle, you know, if you, cause you know, especially, I don't know about you, but like growing up, you're kind of taught to just man up, ram it down. Yep. You know what I mean? Just like, just deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Just, just choke it up and walk on forward. And like, sure, that's not healthy either. So if you don't, if you're spent so much time just suppressing things and being able to speak, just like we're talking now about stuff, it's just, it's a muscle that definitely needs to be worked out often. And I don't think yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, if, if you woke up tomorrow and just said, I'm going to go run a marathon, uh, yeah, you're going to be pretty tired by the end of it. Um, and yeah. it's going to be painful and awkward. So, uh, therapy is something one should probably ease into, uh, but it's, yeah, it's not all sunshines and rainbows and like eureka moments it's pain. And cause you're uncovering all the things that you've been hiding for a while. Um, but self-awareness is such an important part of growth. So, uh, yeah, would, would recommend, uh, but prepare to cry. Oh yeah, for sure, sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's like any fitness plan, especially if you've never done it, you know, like sure. you, said, yes. <laughs> you want to run a marathon and you want to do it in a year. It's like the first time you run, man, like I remember, so I guess I was a big kid in high school. So I remember like nobody really taught me fitness. So I thought, okay, well, I just need to be like Goku and put on a bunch of like weighted clothes and go run. And I made it like halfway down the block and I was like, what is this hurts? Good lord. Yeah, and also you probably like running sucks. And it's like, well, when you do it that way, yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 really cool, especially because me as a nerd who didn't didn't understand fitness, didn't have that gateway. You know, this is 2006. You know, I'm I'm like it's just after high school, I'm trying to get in shape and like so the fact that you have people that were 
I guess like me coming to you and saying, what do I need to do? And is this the proper way to do it? And you're like, hell no, dude, don't go run <laughs> with 40 like, Do you like running? If you do, great. We'll keep running. Do you yeah. like, oh, you hate running? Congratulations. Here's your doctor's note from rebel leader, Steve Camp. You never have to run ever again. I hereby give you permission, but we are going to try to find something else that doesn't feel like uh, misery to you. Let's start there. And yeah. then, you know, maybe it's an audio book that you listen to when you go for a walk in the morning or your favorite podcast. Like we're going to start with five minutes. Like, let's just start there. And eventually as maybe your body starts to change and you start to develop some um, confidence and, and cardiovascular and lung health, you then might start wondering, like, I wonder what else I'm capable of. And then it's like, bam. All right. What do you want to do? It's like, I would love to be able to deadlift a certain amount of weight. Great. Or I want to run a 5k. I want to do a handstand. I finally want to get my first pull up, whatever it is like, okay. When it shifts from like, how much weight can I lose as quickly as possible? Um, which is what most people stumble across us or stumble across any fitness website for. And eventually it shifts to like, what am I capable of? That's when things get really interesting. Um, I think every one of our success stories has always said, I don't know how it happened, but I now look forward to exercising. Uh, And it's it's, because we're good at what we do uh, because we get to know them and we get to know our, and because we are our audience, we can do this. Like, let's, let's find something that gets you excited to get off your butt. Let's make some small changes to nutrition. That doesn't sound scary. And let's do that for months. And we're just going to, we're going to have some fun with it. And over time, things change and uh, they start to become a better version of themselves. It's really fun to see every time. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yay. Yay. Uh, so now it's my favorite question because it's so interesting to me. What is your superpower? Oof. Um, <laughs> my superpower. That's a great question. Um, I feel like my superpower is being able to take lots of really complicated challenging controversial information and distilling it down to its barest essentials so that anybody from a grade schooler to a rocket scientist can understand it so like how the heck am i supposed to eat there's so many sites out there it's like hey hey, i got you we're gonna have some fun with this read this article i guarantee it's gonna answer 98 percent of your questions um, so I think that one, that's like, if I had like my primary superpower is like, I can distill information into a way that is super fun and entertaining for people to read. Um, the other one, if, you know, a backup superpower, I guess, is like, I don't know, like being able to pull quotes and references from movies and TV shows even movies and TV shows I've never seen before, but I've heard of, or I've seen a movie trailer for, like it just sits in this vault and it, it's all available to me at all times. And it just, I like, oh, this is exactly like in that episode of this thing. And people are like, how did you, where did that come from? I'm like, I don't know, but it's right here. It's chaos inside this thing, but it, it creates some really fun analogies and some wild uh, metaphors. And uh, that's kind of the stuff that I really love. So kind of combining those two, let's just, Kind of how nerd fitness finally came together. Dude, that superpower comes out so beautifully in your book. It is so much fun to read. I was like, oh, and now it's a South Park reference. Oh, at first <laughs> we're in the Shire. And I was like, I'm here for everything. It was fantastic. I can't help it. That's how I talk. Like that's most of my conversations these That's days. fine. That's yeah. also yeah. most of mine, but I have to like 
sometimes I have to like vet it for the person I'm talking to. Cause I'm like, Oh, you don't, you've never watched that. Oh, never mind. You have no idea what it yeah, is. I make a friend's reference and they're like, huh? You watch friends. And I'm like, Oh God, get out. <laughs> yeah. You mean like the most popular sitcom of all? Yes. Yes. I watched it. Right? Yeah. 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 I've seen Fine. it before a couple of times. <laughs> Dude, it was genuinely a great, great pleasure to talk to you today. Seriously, thank you so much for giving us some time to sit down because I really do want all of our listeners to hear about you and Nerd Fitness. It is everything wonderful represented in this awesome pocket you have down there. So thank you very much. It's been 14 chaotic years and I'm hoping for another 14 chaotic more Uh just appreciative that I get the opportunity to kind of share the story and uh, to chat with chat with you both about about this stuff. It's this is how I spend my time and what I do. So it's um, it's it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we loved hearing about it, man. It's super cool. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be able to come down to camp. I've never been to camp before, and I feel like this would be a really good starter camp for me. Yeah, I, I've never done a camp either. So it's fun. I mean, it's yeah, I didn't do I, I think I went to like one camp uh, as, as a child. Yeah. Um, but from what I hear from every other camper, I mean, like I based my opinion on camp from like movies, like, you know, Camp Nowhere or yes. uh, um, trying to think of, you know, any of those other. Like uh, Ernest Saves Camp. I'm like, oh, <laughs> is that yeah. camp? Yeah, or like Salute Your, sh- salute your Shorts. Yeah, Salute Your Shorts, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mine, was, mine was heavyweights because I think of, oh, uh, great. you know, yep. Fat Camp and, yeah. and all that. Sure. And Ben Stiller being yeah, nuts. Tony Perkins, right? Or was, was his name? Something like that? Or Perkins. So, so weird. Sure. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So that, that, that was how, that was my vision for camp. It was like, we're just going to take salute your shorts and add uh, exercise and nutrition to it. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's super fun. So if anybody wants to check out any of this, it's at nerdfitness.com. Um, we're also on Instagram every day. And those are probably the two most important spots to check out. Um, but yeah, that's it. We'd love to have you be part of our, our fun little community. Yeah, we will definitely post all of the places where you can find everybody on your end in our show notes for sure. And we will make sure that everyone knows the good word. Thank you. Fitness. No rebellion. (laughs) Okay, also, (laughs) is there a zombie dog? I want to know about this dog. Yes. So at camp we did, uh, we played, I think it's literally just called zombies, but there was one patient zero. So everybody got a bandana when they came to camp. And everybody put their bandana on their arm and one person had it on their head. So in between classes, the one zombie essentially it just became like a, a camp wide game of manhunt um, where the one person who was a zombie, if he were to touch somebody, that person would then become a zombie and get infected. And then there was two zombies running around and then three zombies and four zombies until all of a sudden there was only one person left. And this happened over four days. Uh, so there was a, the campground had a dog and somebody was a zombie, snuck up and petted the dog and then put a bandana on the dog. So all of a sudden we decided that it was a zombie dog. So then people would unknowingly pet the dog and that turned them into zombies. No, uh, and I would have so, been a zombie yeah. instantly. <laughs> yeah, it would have been the dog that got me immediately. Yeah, oh, for sure. It got everybody. Oh, dang yeah. it. Dang totally that, worth it though because you got to pet a dog so oh yeah 100 yeah, percent would 100 percent do it again no problem <laughs> oh my gosh thank you so much 